And welcome back to Crypto Natural, everybody's favorite podcast about UFOs, cryptids, myths, legends, and the truth behind some of our more common beliefs. As always, I am your host, Big Daddy Sasquatch, and I'm here with my baby brother. Hi, I'm Tristan. Alright, buddy, you ready for this? Oh, I'm always ready. I don't think you are for this one. I, you don't think I am, but I, I assure you I'm very ready for whatever the hell you've got planned. So, we are going to do it this week on the uh, Nahani Valley. Okay, I've heard a little bit about that place, but uh, kind of explain it a little more for the viewers, uh, just a general overview, I guess. So, the Nahani River Valley is part of the Nahani National Park Reserve in the Northwest Territories of Canada. So, this park is uh, about 12,000 square miles. Okay. One of my absolute favorite things about this is it's secluded. There are three ways to get in, and that's it. By plane, by boat, or a several days hike. So this place has been mainly untouched that's... for... Ever, really. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. A couple-day hike. Is that like two, three, if you're an experienced hiker? Can you no, make it? No, a several-day hike. Several. It's several days through rough terrain. Okay. Um. Well, we're never going there. Oh, no, I already told Taylor that we need to get our passports. Why? Because I want to go. Because of the nickname of this valley. Okay. The Valley of Headless Men. Oh, God. We're bringing up the Dulon again? No. No. Uh, I, I wish, but no. So the reason this is called the Valley of the Headless Men is because there have been several uh, cases of people being found without their heads. So, um, there was one in 1904 so in 1904 two brothers Willie and Frank McLeod decided to make an expedition to the secluded Nahani Valley to search for gold okay they were miners they were um, gold diggers <laughs> wank wank um, it was so difficult for anybody to get there that it was supposed they thought it was gonna be a good place to prospect and they were right their first trip netted them about 40 ounces of high quality ore gold ore and so it wasn't long before they decided to make another trip to the valley so in 1905 they once again made the trek back to the valley and that was the last anybody heard of Willie or from Willie or Frank so in 1908, their other brother, Charlie McLeod, decided to make the journey, see if he could find them. And he did. On the bank of the Nahani River, he, the expedition actually found the bodies 
of his brothers. Both men had been decapitated, and their bodies left almost like a warning to anyone who dared take the valley's gold. One man had his arm reaching for his gun, and his blanket thrown over his brother like he had leapt suddenly from his bed. And to this day, nobody knows who or what killed the brothers. So, you're telling me I'm never getting my passport because I'm never going here? Ever? Um, and honestly, okay, I know, hmm, let me think on this just for a second. So, you, you, do you know that tribe uh, that lives on that island that's you're not supposed to talk to? Like, the, all the governments are like, hey, leave these people alone. Yeah, that's down in, uh, that's in the Caribbean, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, they're mainly untouched by man, the outside world, and the cannibals. That's what this sounds like so much to me, is mm. those kinds of people of, like, they're just like a tribe of people, or a sort of people that have uh, stuck to the old ways, and they decided, these guys, we don't like them, so we're gonna cut their heads off. The legend has it that the Lost McLeod mine... That where the brothers found their fortune still remains hidden somewhere in the park. Nine years later, in 1917, Martin Jorgensen headed to the valley, lured by, of course, the promise of gold. And he struck it rich. He sent word that he found the mother load when other expeditions went to the area. They found his cabin burned to the ground. Martin himself was apparently shot from a distance... And all that was left of him was a headless skeleton. And there was no sign of the gold he found. Okay, um, you do understand that neither of us are Indy or Anna Jones. I think you'd be a very pretty Anna Jones. I... <laughs> That's, you, you know I fucked up the separation of those words. Don't even. Okay, so, so, like, going through these stories, though... There's some more that get pretty, pretty crazy. Especially since, really, there's been next to no sign of anybody living there. There's been some stories of natives, but not many. And once again, this is a completely secluded valley. So it's almost like anybody that's been killed there, headless, the headless men, essentially, decapitated. It all centers around the gold. So, forest spirit that is killing people for taking the land. Could be. Is this like a Pocahontas type of thing? It could also be, once again, like we said, we could say could be natives. Yeah. Uh, maybe some vengeful spirit attached to the valley. Um... Dwarves? I do like my dwarves. I mean, in, in numerous legends, they can be quite murderous, especially if their uh, territory is encroached upon. Yeah, that would kind of be a place where dwarves would hang out, wouldn't they? It's secluded valley. Quite obviously, several people have struck the mother load on gold ore. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's actually... I like the idea of dwarves. Honestly. I like the idea of dwarves. 
Um, another thing is, uh, it could be, like, almost like an imp mm-hmm. kind of kind of thing that's hanging out there, just kind of watching over, watching over the place, the valley. So, uh, here's one of my favorite stories, uh, of a strange death. So, in 1931, Phil Powers uh, was a prospector, I believe. Yeah. He was an experienced prospector um, whose cabin burned down. Okay. So, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, of course, investigated when it was found. They said that the fire was caused by a faulty stovepipe. But people have been skeptical of that explanation. Firstly, because he was an experienced prospector. Phil knew how to route the stovepipe so it didn't touch the timbers on the roof, making it unlikely he would make that mistake, because he was experienced. Second, the fire burned so hotly, there wasn't much left of the cabin or of Phil Powers. If the roof was on fire, wouldn't you think that it, the roof would have eventually collapsed, potentially suffocating the fire, and there would be some larger burned logs left in the rubble? Yeah, it almost seems like some sort of fire that could have been left intentionally. Because mm-hmm. if you if you look through history, all these fires that were set intentionally by, by like invaders of a land, the, the Vikings, stuff like that, there would be ashes and that's it. Because they were set at the base, not the top. So that that's one of the more crazy, mysterious deaths. Because once again, I mean, stovepipe. He was an experienced prospector. That means he's used to building cabins. He knows what to do, what not to do. Yeah. So, another one known as uh, an outlaw, known as the Yukon Fisher, was found dead along the same river as the McLeod brothers. And somewhere in the valley lies the remains of Anne Laferte. Laferte? Laferte. So she wandered away from a hunting party in 1926 and disappeared into the bush. Months later, she was seen climbing a hill nearly naked. The viewer thought she was possessed by the devil and refused to follow her. Uh, Two more people disappeared on the river in 36. Um, One of the guys, one of his partners, uh, spent years searching for them without success. All that they found was their burned-down cabin. Oh, dang. Mm Mm-hmm. So, of all these murders and missing people, there is no wonder that the valley has some pretty ghostly stories. Uh, but, I mean, they got crazy names, like there's one part called Dead Man's Valley. You know? But, like, it seems like it's, a lot of it's centered around the gold. You know... I know it's probably a little weird to say it out loud, but there could be a sort of, like, elemental type of thing going on, kind of creature, like an elemental, because in a lot of religions and a lot of beliefs, elementals are said to rule over a single element, Mm -hmm. the element of fire, the element of wind, the element of gold. It could be an elemental that is set, you know, that is there to protect the gold that is in that land that 
kills anybody that takes that gold. Or tries to, anyway. Yeah, it's... It's pretty crazy. Like, there is some... Um... There's some that it's like... They were definitely looking for the gold. Then there's a couple that's... There was a hunting party. There was. So, I mean, it could have... It could easily be something as simple as a tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Let me... Let me look. Sorry for the silence here. I'll cut this all out. Yeah. Okay. So. Um... So... I just looked it up, and there is actually something called a protective spirit. Right. It is a spirit used by Native American or these sort of beliefs of tribes to protect a land, an animal, a tribe, stuff like that. So if there is a tribe of people that were on that land or still are on that land, They're they not. They they could have put in place right. a protective spirit that is still there protecting. So the Native American people, the Native, yeah, Native American, Canada's still part of the Americas. Uh, the Native America. Canadian people. <laughs> um, so they were called the Naha, which that's the Naha, uh, Nahani Valley. Yeah. Right? So that's what they're named after. So it uh, actually means the people over there. <laughs> like that's the name. So they were mountain dwelling people who were once known to raid lowland settlements before mysteriously disappearing. Croatoa. Essentially. So, that's... Okay. So, if you read into more of, like, the... Oh, conspiracy theory sort of side of things with, like, Croatoa, um... The a lot of people say that the whole Croatoa thing with the settlers in New England, they uh, a lot of people say that Croatoa is actually derived from a word that means taken by a god. Can't remember what word, I can't remember what language, it's all kind of fuzzy. I read it like a year ago, so if mm -hmm. I'm wrong, don't be mad. Well. <clears throat> There were, so, I know it's off topic, but it's Croatoa. Yeah. So it was the town of Roanoke. Yeah. Right. Croatoa, most believe, is actually a reference to the native people in that area. They were Croatoans. There was the yeah. island of Croatoa. Yeah. So. Yeah, seeing. But, I mean, you know, we could always say, oh, it was might be some natives. It might be some, uh, essentially like the island, cannibalistic uh, natives to that land. But that's the thing, is the natives of the Nahani Valley just vanished. So maybe it is their protective spirits. Something happened. You know. And it's their protective spirits protecting their valley. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking is a, a, a protective spirit of sorts that was there to protect this land or these people that 
something happened to these people, but the spirit is still there protecting and serving. Yeah. So, I will actually... I'll, 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 I think it's time to hear my favorite story. This is pretty cool, and I like it. So, in 1962, uh, the pilot of a light aircraft miraculously survived a crash unscathed and set about building a camp a short distance from the place where the plane went down. He was so well-equipped to survive with food, fuel, shelter, and camp provisions from the aircraft's cargo that he was confident that rescue would come within a matter of days. So he waited and wrote about his experience in in his diary. Many times he watched his searching aircraft flew overhead, but none saw him. He was only six miles, as the crow flies, from his destination, though he probably didn't know his exact location, so... Yeah. Um... At around 50 days, he sat alone waiting for rescue, and then he mysteriously disappeared as the da- uh, diary entries stopped abruptly. Six months later, his plane was discovered by chance, followed by the camp and his diary. To this day, no further trace of him has been found. So, that almost seems to me as sort of a... Uh... As sort of like a, what do you call it? Like an Amelia Earhart situation. Uh, you know, there, I, I'm, I'm trying not to get too much into like the, the religious side of it. But there, there are some places in the world that people believe are mystic. More mystic than most. Like the, the Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle, Bridgewater Triangle, um, Yellowstone is one of those. Mm-hmm. This might be one of those places where it's a lot of this mystic power in this small area, and it sort of has maybe, like, a cloak over it, mm-hmm. where it sort of hides what's really going on. Yeah. So there might... I mean... I don't know. I, I love this story just because it's... And our viewers of both of our shows know that I can tend to be chicken shit. That's fine. I'll admit it. Sorry, guys. But I am. But, I mean, I would totally go. I really would. I mean, these deaths happened in the early 1900s, mid-1900s. There's really not any stories of any time after that. Of... Deaths or disappearances. Yeah. I mean, it's still really hard to get in there. And it it is still very secluded. It's been mainly untouched from the outside world for centuries. Yeah. Who knows what's in there? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, there's... Who knows? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that can happen over centuries or millennia, you know... There's there's a lot of stuff that can happen in a year with stuff like that. I mean, ecosystems change in a matter of months in some places. So, there's a lot that could happen. Jesus Christ. You know what? Um, I'll grab my sat phone. Um, <laughs> I'll grab my neck brace. I'll grab my goggles. I'll grab my silver chain. I'll grab my gold chain. I'll grab my shotgun. I'll grab my salt. I'll grab my bear spray. I'll grab my holy water. Um, pack the trunk. I'll meet you in the car. I do have one question. Yeah. Why do you have a neck brace? D 
decapitation. <laughs> I don't think that's going to stop a supernatural entity from ripping your head off. Jacob. It Jacob, never says that they were cut off. Jacob. 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 It's it's like one of those, like, it's like the Forrest Gump neck brace. It's like the Forrest Gump neck brace. It's It's got, like, the, the metal around the neck. And then it's got straps that go above my head, over my head, to correcting to the neck brace, and then the neck brace goes under my, and it's all it's all welded on. It's all I can't I can't look my head from side to side. I have to turn my whole body for that. Um, no, dude, but the decapitations. It's never said that the head was cut off. Just that the head wasn't a part of the body, and they never found the heads. So, that's why I'm saying, the the bars are going to attach my head to my body. Once again, if it is a supernatural entity, that is not going to matter. It's going to be made of wrought iron, and the bars are going to be made of silver. They can try and get through it. I will memorize all of the Lord's prayers <laughs> if I die doing this. Don't you need faith for those to work? You got me there. <laughs> you got me. You got me there. But no, no, I mean, to me, it's... Wait, does it work if I have faith that I'm gonna die? I don't know. But, I mean, to me, it's kind of just... Things are different now. Like you said, sat phone. Guns. Better guns, I mean... Than back then. Like, fully automatic. Not that we can take those across the border to Canada, but... Hey, can anybody hook us up? We're not... No. For the last time, do not encourage illegal activity. We're not encouraging legal... We're not encouraging illegal activity. We're encouraging a gunmaker to help us procure weapons legally in uh, Canada so we can go hunt demons in a forest and... Whether or not they're I mean, we're already in Canada. full auto or semi-auto, it doesn't matter. You know what it could be, Tristan? What have we talked about before that is native to Canada? Wendigo. It could be a Wendigo. Wendigo! No, they eat people. There wouldn't be much left of a person meat-wise. It could be, but... I mean, the Wendigo is going to be the same as a human, though. Yeah. You know, they're going to be different. Just because some of the stories say, I mean, they say they eat people, but they don't say that they eat them to completion. It could be a personality hmm. thing. Maybe they prefer heads. The brain. Alright, well, uh... I'll go get my Best of Kansas CD. Um... <laughs> Flamethrowers. We're gonna get kitted out. Alright. Uh, I was killing wasps the other day on flamethrower. <laughs> That's what you need. It's what you gotta do. I don't I I think it's amazing. It really is. Yeah. Um it would be utterly terrifying the whole time you're like trying to find out what's going on. You have you're, you're looking at your back the whole time. Oh you basically, know? yeah. In making camp, there's always going to be a watch. And whoever's on watch is going to be pissing themselves. If they're not pissing themselves, they're not falling asleep anytime soon. Like, you know what I mean? It would be an utter 
horror show, like, by the time you walked out of there, hearts would probably fail. And <laughs> we found their bodies. Yeah. They're, uh, they were in the middle of a camp. They were cuddling. Uh, it looks to be heart attack, and both of their livers are gone because a bear decided to get at them. I mean, and obviously cabins don't matter. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. There were several accounts of the cabins being burnt down. Well, here's... Okay. Okay. Here's another theory. It's a little off track. Okay, it's a little out there. What if there's a moose... Really that has, that has <laughs> a moose that has perfect control over his antlers, and his antlers are perfect for just sticking in between people's necks and just popping it off. Just like one really just pissed just, off immortal moose. <laughs> pissed off immortal moose. You know what? That's the protector of the forest. That's the protector spirit. Well, is I a mean, pissed off moose. Not all the deaths were just decapitated. Ooh, you know what? The pilot just completely disappeared. Dude, a pissed off flock of spiritual geese. <laughs> You're just going for every Canadian stereotype. That's kind of the goal right now. Do you think they're saying sorry the whole time they're doing it? I am... <laughs> honk, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. No, but I mean, That's... not all were... You know what I mean? Um, there were mostly de decapitations. Hence the nickname, the Valley of Headless Men. And, but you take the case of the pilot, completely disappeared. Um, the two explorers, completely disappeared. Yeah. Um, the woman. Uh, and uh, Lafrette, uh, Lafetter, I, I'm, I don't know how to say her last name. Yeah. Um... She, she was seen ma nearly naked and obviously this person thought she was possessed by the devil was the first thought was like oh this is a missing person who's been wandering around the woods for months instead it was uh, I think she's possessed by the devil I'm not going anywhere near her that would be and the acceptable reaction completely disappeared but you got to think of how her behavior must have been to think oh she's possessed by the devil yeah that's the proper reaction um to anyone wandering naked around anywhere uh babbling incoherently from i just assume they're witches um <laughs> what if i'm in the middle of the forest and i see a nearly naked person female male uh one of the 700 other genders. Um, if I see a human walking around nearly naked, muttering to themselves, like disheveled, I'm, I'm just going to assume <laughs> that they're a witch. I'm never taking you to a rave in the middle of the woods because you see those people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> witch! Burner! Like two miles away. It's just away. like it's, it's just, just like some person <laughs> on fucking DMT, yeah, DMT shrooms, acid. Just they're just tripping out. Which <laughs> burn them? Oh god, we just peaked so hard in the audio. 
She's no. a witch, Bana. No. Well, what's your proof? D- does uh, she... she has a beak. <laughs> does she... Okay, you know what? We can pirate as much of that as we want, and you can't say we can get trouble because that whole movie was made illegally. No, oh, yeah, no, I know. So we're fine on that Yeah. One. Yeah, no, I know that. I was just gonna say, uh, you gotta make sure though you carry a duck around. Yeah, you gotta make sure that she uh, she doesn't weigh more than a duck. You can't weigh more than a duck. Do you know I've never actually finished that movie? Really? Never. Do you just get to the murder bunny scene and then quit? Yeah, pretty much. So the intermission. That's right after that. Um, For years, everybody's like, "Oh, you will love that movie. It's totally your kind of movie." And don't get me wrong, there are some funny parts. Don't get me wrong at all. I do find it very entertaining. Um, I'm I'm a huge King Arthur fan. I know oh, way more legends than anybody has should. Yeah, has any right to. Um, but I just, I couldn't do it. I got to the intermission and... Yeah, that's, I think, great, you know. Holy hand grenade, funny. Funny as the, hell. The One, nights I say knee, I would. I two. really wanted to hang myself. <laughs> no, they're no longer the nights that say knee. They're the nights that say icky, 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 icky. I can't remember the full thing. I used to be able to. Um. All right. Well, I think that's uh, all the time we have. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, add us on our social. Uh, Twitter is at CryptoNatural1. Uh, that is our mainly used one uh i did in fact make an instagram but i'm much better at the twitter thing uh, hit us up there if you have any thoughts on the show things you like things you didn't like um you know you have an idea hit me up i love hearing about your guys ideas uh you just want to talk i mean i'll yeah. sit there and talk with fans i i do it all the time i i, I think it's wonderful it's great to meet new people um if you are an instagram person the uh, it is crypto underscore pod uh you can't be up there i'll still do it i'll still talk uh i'm just i don't post on that one as much uh i am not uh photographically inclined i'm very bad at pictures uh, and if you are more into ghosts and ghouls, uh, definitely check out our sister podcast. Uh, that's uh, the sister podcast is uh, Paranormal Bros. Um, it, we can find us on Stitcher, uh, Google Podcast, and Spotify at Paranormal Bros. Um, pair underscore or pair dash a dash normal dash bros. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at. Uh, para bros a uh, pair underscore a underscore bros and instagram is at plnb underscore pod um uh yeah that's basically it we're paranormal bros is all about the ghost schools and goblins you love so give us give us a listen if you're more into the spiritual side of things oh definitely give us a listen this next uh this uh this next episode this next episode is a big one this is uh coming out friday after this episode drops is uh, a big episode for us we are doing the uh part two to the old montana state pen where i will be telling my personal stories after doing a ghost hunt there so i have some pretty good stuff to tell
Um, anyway, one more thing that I want to say is, uh, hey, Shane Silvers, if you're listening to this, you want to you wanna sponsor us? I mean, we'll shout you out all you want. I just need, like, the first three Nate Temple books so I can actually, you know, physically read read them. I made I made you an addict, didn't I? You, I, I, not an addict, not an addict. I just you got I'm that enjoying it. Johnson? I'm I'm enjoying it so far a lot actually. I I love the books. I'm glad that you're finally listening to them. Yeah, thanks for hitting me back on Twitter by the way. That that made my made my week. Um all right, anything last minute? Um Yeah, everyone. Live long and prosper.